Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. All right, so it's live. So everybody who features on my podcast, they give three things. How you doing? What's going on? They give three things they're grateful for, and then who you are. So go ahead and say like who you are, and then three things you're grateful for, and then I'll kind of interview from there. And then you can keep. I'll, I'll hold the mic so you good. Uh, who am I? My name is Sebastian Sierra. I'm 27 years old. I'm an Army veteran of seven years. I'm currently in barber school at FTCC in Kissimmee, uh, living in Orlando. Uh, Three things that I'm grateful for. One is my daughter, Layla. Mm -hmm. Well, one is God, two is Layla. And uh, my last thing would be being able to be here right now, Mm. being alive, you know, like the saying is, some gave some, some and some gave all. There's still a lot of brothers that uh, that lost their lives, and I lost a friend in, in the military, so gotta be grateful for life. That's beautiful, that's beautiful. Um, so, I know you've listened to a couple episodes on the podcast, so like the point of my podcast is like, people's experiences are gonna be different, right? Like your experience, you know, being in the military, being Colombian, you know, speaking Spanish, you know, learning multiple languages, you know, you speak Portuguese as well. It's gonna be different than my my perspective as somebody who grew up in Cincinnati, you know, is now learning Spanish. So on multiple different topics, you know what I'm saying? Because our background kind of in turn forms our perception and how we see things and how we internalize things. So I like to just kind of pick people's brains and uh, and kind of see how they feel about certain topics. And then the topics being whatever they're interested in. So like, for example, right now, you know, you're cutting my hair. So kind of talk about like your entrepreneurial journey as far as, you know, going into the art, uh, the skill set of of barbering and doing hair, because you you don't only just cut hair, you know, styles by Sierra, styles by Sebastian, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like you doing women's hair, all that. So kind of talk about you know your journey as a barber, uh, where it's got you, and, and all that good stuff. So I think it just stems back to about 14. When I was 14, 15 years old, I used to get my hair cut uh, by a gentleman named Carlos, and I still do. He owns a barber shop in downtown Orlando. Uh, while I was in, I was I was cutting people up, and I've always cut my own hair. So once people saw that I cut my own hair, people started asking me, oh, can you cut my hair? So I've always had a thing for cutting hair. I've always cut people's hair here and there, but I never took it serious. When I was in the military, I was part of special operations. So I didn't have that much time to really focus on on my skills, perfecting my craft, or just being the barber that I am now. So that never was really a thought. And, but when I got I got hurt and I, I made the decision to get out, uh, I wasn't even thinking about cutting hair, to be honest. I was in New York, I was going to Fordham University, and my mindset was going to business school and mm. doing finance. 
Why? Because I like finance, I like numbers, I like money, I like helping people financially if I can, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That didn't work out, and uh, I ended up coming back home, and that's when I really said, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. I always hear people saying, follow your passion, follow whatever you're good at, do what you're good at. And I didn't know because I was so stuck in the military lifestyle, and I was about to give my life for basically 20 years if everything would have panned out mm. that cutting hair or anything like this wasn't in the wasn't in the vision so I signed up for school I started uh, I started attending last September and I quickly realized that I was I had I was pretty good at it uh, I had a good I mean, I have a lot of friends that want, you know, they get haircuts and they started letting me practice on them, but I started noticing that I was getting pretty good at it. Why? Because I was putting in the effort. I was putting in the time. I was driving to people's houses and doing house calls for the low. And I think being around good barbers like Carlos, like I mentioned, and getting opportunities to go and cut homeless people, elderly people, uh, kids at churches and stuff like that enhance my skills and then mm. I started noticing that maybe I do have a gift for it uh, with then from that I saw women's hair because I say well may if I'm gonna be in this industry what is the best way for me to make money what is the best way for me to use my time mm. and and make money so if I'm gonna be in this industry and I'm gonna stand Let's just say if I do eight hours a day, well, I'd rather be at a salon making money because I know I'll make double what I make if I'm cutting just men's hair. You're right, and then you're able to pull, and that's a bigger client pool that you're able because now your demographic widens rather than just males from the ages of, you know what I'm saying, 10 to, you know, 65. Now it's males and females right, and, from the ages of... And it's funny because at first... I would say any entrepreneur or anybody who's trying to have like their own business and to get clients or people to support what they're doing is is it was hard. But as soon as like some some females saw my work or doing women's hair, it was just it was it was easier. I noticed that the demand was higher. Mm. And then you obviously I always heard that women make more money in the salons. I got a, my aunt in Miami, she's a hairstylist, and she told me about what she makes and stuff like that, so it's all good. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm going to be a hairstylist or anything like that or in long term, but right now I am just pushing the envelope because if I quit now or whatever, I'm never really going to see my true potential in this field. Right. It's kind of like, so I kind of relate that skill to like basketball, like it's kind of like knowing your game, right? Like if you know that you're a shooter right? You're going to make sure your jump shot's perfected. You know that you can right. cut hair. You're going to make sure that's perfected. But you're still going to be working on your ball handling and finishing and getting to the rim, which is you working on uh, the women's hair and the women's styles because you never know where you're going to have to pull that out the bag. Sure. You never know a, a young lady might bring her son in and be like, oh, you do that? Shoot, you might as well get me too. So now I just locked in two clients because of this service that I took the time to learn. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it serves you better in the long run. No, yeah, for sure. Um, 
like you said, well, right now, especially in school, when you go to school, like especially in my school, there's a lot of people who are, who don't really care, who are just incompetent, who just don't put in the effort, who don't work hard. Um, come to school and literally just be on the phone all day, wasting my time, wasting their time. And I can sit back and be just like them and then not progress, or I can go in there and just challenge myself to do something new every day. Mm. And that's how I've been getting better, really. I, just because I've been well, um, challenging myself to not only cut, just let's say straight hair, now I'm getting to coarse hair, now I'm getting to long hair, now I'm women's hair, now I'm doing colors. Now I'm doing perms. Now I'm doing all this different stuff mm. that involve that's just hair. And you know, the more you know, the more you can add to your tools, the more to your bag, and that's how you can make more income if that's what you really want to do. And with basketball, yeah, you for all you youngsters out there, if you really want it, and I keep telling when when I was coaching with Coach Bees and Ko, it's bigger than basketball. So it's like. You guys love basketball. We'll put a hundred percent in it because guess what? You might not make it to the league, and you might not be a professional player, but you might have that one niche that you're good at, and you're gonna say, "Well, you know what? I put a hundred percent into basketball, and I got very, very good. Mm -hmm. I became a beast." Unfortunately, it wasn't my time. It wasn't my cards to be dealt. Blah mm -hmm. blah blah blah. But I know that if I put my hundred and ten percent into whatever else I want to do, I will be successful. I might not be in the NBA, but guess what? I, I might just be a trainer. Mm -hmm. Just like, look at these guys. They're putting in 100% doing training kids, and little by little, they're over here doing the Ace League with some grown men, with some professionals. I mean, for me, that's huge. And I'm just an outsider looking in. So for them to be where they at, and from knowing Kale for sure, because I've known Kale for the longest, that's... You guys are just moving in the right direction. It's, and it just comes from consistency, hard work, not making excuses, challenging yourself, waking up early, uh, doing stuff that you don't want to do. I see bees freaking running to the gym when the gym is like 10 miles away. <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know, it's like, for me, that's like, you know what? I need to get after it. So if you don't see it that way, just step aside because there's somebody that's hungrier than you. And and I think to piggyback off of that, right? Because it's probably there's probably at least one person that that you've been in barber school with that you've been able to like learn and grow. And I don't want to say compete with, but iron sharpens iron. That type of mentality, kind of sure. have them in your circle. Like that's very important. Like if you're trying to accomplish anything at a high level, like you have to make sure the people in your circle one have your best interests in mind, right? They're not trying to use you to you know further their agenda they actually want to see you grow and get better and then actually be open to criticism and open to you know the times where people are going to call you out because there's going to be times where your 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 friends or your acquaintances you people who you put in your circle are going to call you out on you know the stuff that you say you're going to do or stuff that you do like you have to be willing to accept those things and change it you know what i'm saying like that's what what I'm learning, you know, as a young man, like that's that's life. Admitting when you're wrong, understanding why you're wrong, and fixing it, right. and not complaining about it. Just fix it. Just fix it. Somebody took the time to tell you something that you weren't doing well. They took the time out of their day to go out of their way because they could have just kept that thought to themselves. And now you keep on doing this same thing 
that's causing you this thing about a business sense every time so <laughs> you cut hair every time you cut my hair you always take somebody's hairline a half an inch back it's just a for example right <laughs> so let's say your clients never say anything to you about it like you there's not one client that ever said anything about it because they like the way it looked that one client that takes the time to be like yo i noticed this thing right now you're going to be like okay you're going to be able to fix that and now apply it to everybody else's uh hair that you cut that was that was kind of a rough example but no but it kind of makes sense because i actually do that mm. when i'm cutting somebody's hair let's just say coarse hair and for some people that don't understand let's just say because everybody says do you know how to cut black people hair if i cut black people hair if I cut Deshaun's hair one way and it works for me, I kind of try to apply the same things to the next hair. And if it doesn't work, I just, mm. I know how to weave my way around it. But that goes with anything. If something works, why not carry it on? If, if you know you're, if one method of being a great shooter and it's just working for you, why not apply it to every other little thing? Maybe that, can, that can possibly just grow into something. Mm-hmm. And, and like he said, you, earlier you said something I thought about uh, the owner of Alibaba is this Asian guy, I don't know his name, but he said, you have to be around people who are smarter than you, who are better than you. Surround yourself with, he's like, I'm not the smartest, but guess what? I surround myself with people who are smarter than me, and that's where I am, where, where I am. Because mm. you got to be able to separate yourself from your boys, from all your all the BS and get to the point, get to what's right and being with people who are better than you, who are challenging you. Mm -hmm. who, it's not to put each other down. <coughs> it's not about to see, oh, I'm better than you I, or I'm better than you one on one. Contest. Yeah, no, it ain't nothing But I look that. at it like, dang, Deshaun crosses me over every time or Deshaun always blows by me. Why am I not that quick? Why am I not that fast? Right. How is he doing that? Let me, let me figure out how he's doing that so now I can defend against it. Okay, now let me take that and apply it to my game. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it me? Is it is it him or is it my footwork? Mm -hmm. Like there's just so many things that you gotta dissect your game and if it's not just basketball, it's whatever you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Literally anything you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. uh, as a soldier, I used to dissect my my physical fitness just like all right what am i not good at what am i slacking at mm. oh i'm not i'm not that fast on my runs or i'm not that good in my push-ups my pull-ups whatever it is well that's where i need to go focus on oh but i'm good at this all right well what do you do what are you applying in this area to be good at it okay well why don't you apply it into the same thing and, and try it out see how it works for you mm. that's a fact that's a fact and that's like one thing that's like one thing like why like why I like really like connect with you because I remember I never forget you remember that charity kickball game that we did back in October yeah, yeah, that was good. the breast cancer I remember so we were on our way to get like coffee and hot chocolate for the event and I remember telling telling uh, Sebastian like yo yeah like I'm learning Spanish blah 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 and he's like oh like well, you need to be practicing. Like, you need to be doing Duolingo every day. You, are you doing this? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? Basically asking me, are you really trying to do what you say you're trying to do? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then it was another, I think uh, he put on like a podcast or something like that. And he was like, how often do you read? I'm like, I read all the time. He's like, he's like, well, like, what, what are some books that you've read? Like, he's actually like picking my brain to make sure like, okay, is once again, is he really doing what he says? he wants to do like those are the people who you need to keep around you you know what i'm saying because those are the people who 
who are going to help you grow to extreme heights. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are the people, because I have friends like that right now in Ohio where they'll send me a snap of them doing something like, oh, I hope you got your, your daily, I actually do have an accountability group chat for uh, foreign languages. One guy's in there trying to speak uh, um, Dutch, and then the other one is trying to speak Italian, and I'm speaking Spanish. But we make sure that every single day we're doing our Duolingo, and we're practicing every day, and we gotta take a screenshot of it. Like yeah, having those accountability mom, groups. One day Sean talked about a new language I had just learned Portuguese and that was a mission of six months nine to five every day and I, I speaking Spanish even just to learn Portuguese was a was a trip so I already know what it takes to become a fluent speaker uh, to learn a different language so I had to check on my quick hold on but you want to learn it if you really want to learn this Spanish thing you got to be on it hard so if you want to be a college player, a college hooper, a college whatever, you need to put in that work. Mm -hmm. You need to wake up early. You need to study. You need mm -hmm. to go practice. You got to play with people who are better than you. Mm -hmm. and, and what was interesting, too, like when he told me that, because then he had another, it was another, it was maybe like three months ago when I, I think either I got back from my European trip or I was on my way. And he was telling me, like, basically asked me again, like, have you been doing the Spanish thing? And I'm like, yeah, I've been doing the Duolingo stuff. And he's like, yeah, but that's not enough. So, like, you have to ask yourself, like, do you, how bad do you really want to learn Spanish? And I had to reassess my life and be like, okay, Spanish is not a top priority item right now. As long as I'm maintaining and continuously learning, you know, that's going to be a long-term goal that as long as I'm investing in daily, I'll get to it. Because it's not top priority. Because there's some times where people put low priority goals as high priority mm -hmm. so then they're hustling they're hustling they're grinding they're grinding but they're not really getting closer to the ultimate objective you know what i'm saying like me learning spanish is just an added skill set to what i do you know what i'm saying as of right now there's so many other things that i'm doing is that a priority no nah, it's not a priority but it's something i need to make sure i'm doing on a daily basis the reading you know what i'm saying i read books financial literacy personal development is that something I need to be reading a book for eight hours a day? No, but I need to make sure that I'm doing those readings or those listening. Exactly, every day. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's, and that's, honestly, that just comes with everything. I, there's some days that I, I know for me, I don't feel like cutting hair. But then I'm like, yo, if I don't cut this hair, it's like, I'm not bettering myself. Mm -hmm. If I don't wake up, if I don't go to the gym today, I feel like a sloth. I feel wasteland. I'm mean, like, why am I going to put myself, why am I going to give myself goals and not attend to them? Well, why would I put my future self in that situation? <laughs> I'm putting my future self in a bad situation. I, I read, heard this and I wrote it down because this is crazy to me. It says that most men live lives of quiet desperation. Mm hmm and it's, it's crazy because it was talking about like your purpose like fulfilling what you're trying to do mm -hmm. so when I heard that yeah most men live lives of quiet desperation we're always trying to do something we're always trying to accomplish something be something and sometimes we're not even there and we're just desperate we're just and we just bottle inside but I don't know, for some reason, it's like little things like that, what we're talking about is if 
I guess what I'm trying to say is if you're stuck somewhere or you're lost or you're just having a hard time because you're not getting the results that you want, you just we got to really reevaluate yourself and see if you're the problem, mm. not just blaming everybody else for what's going on. Damn. And that's where the conversation needs to happen first. In the mirror, looking at yourself you in the to. mirror. Man, I used to be like, not to be like all in my business, but I used to be butt ass naked in the mirror looking at myself, <laughs> asking myself, who the hell are you and who the hell do you think you are? And like real shit because I got, when I was in the military, I got with like training with like some special forces, Navy SEALs, some badass motherfuckers. And I had to ask myself, is this something that I really want to do? Do I have... Do I have it physically, mentally? Gut check time. And I had to, and I had to check mm -hmm. myself. I had to look at myself in the mirror because sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. We might think we're somebody that we're not. We might be going out with our boys and mm -hmm. doing this and that, and that's not you. Mm -hmm. So it was like, if you really want something, you gotta check yourself. And that's, that's with everything. Mm -hmm. I gotta check myself with my regular life, with my girl, with my daughter, with my finances, with my, with my relationships, family life, with nutrition for every, every aspect of life every, every aspect of life every so aspect of life that yeah that's big yeah. that's big dang you just dropped some knowledge on them dropped some jewels on them a little bit a, a little, little bit, bit. Yeah. so if they want to follow you in your journey um you know or if they trying to get a cut you know what i'm saying what do they need to go to on on ig go ahead and shout that out well right now you can find me on instagram uh, styles underscore by underscore Sebastian. Uh, you can follow my journey there. Uh, right now I don't work at a shop because I'm in school, so I do a lot of house calls, but within a couple of months I will be at a shop and I'll be posting all my information there. Uh, you can always find me. I'm always shouting out fees and stuff. <laughs> you guys, I'm always showing love. Yeah. So I'm definitely a supporter of their movement, what they're trying to do, and psh, the podcast idea, I'm honestly, but I'll tell you right now too, but <laughs> We talked about it a long time ago, and you're the only guy who actually did it. I was supposed to do it with a veteran friend of mine, and all we was all talk. We started our first one and never did it again. I see you put in that work, bro, and that's that's one thousand because he's. I don't think he's making anything out of it. I don't. I mean, I don't know, Not but really. the fact that he's actually just pushing the envelope every single day, you gotta respect that, mm -hmm. and you gotta. That's what I'm saying. You gotta be with somebody like that. Because you might be lazy, but guess what? I'm not. And if you just put two and two together, you might just grow together. Mm. You know, you just got to be surrounded with the right people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys move your hands. Uh, that was that, right. Yeah. But say, if you got any more jewels, we can keep it rolling. We'll just keep it oh, rolling. Whatever you, you want, me. man. You say whatever you want, bro. So how has it been, like, you know, as a, as a, let me, uh, I'll clip it want to thank you for listening to the podcast and if you enjoy what you heard please share with a friend a family member a co-worker or anybody who you think can get value from it and don't forget to subscribe whether you're on apple music or google play we'll keep giving you that fire content all right y'all have a blessed one peace